This time, on whatever we want, we talk about. The movies that turned 10 this year, have they aged well? There are time codes down in the description. If you like to jump around to different points in the episode, we talk everything from Wolf of Wall Street to The Cruise. Enjoy! Oh yeah. Welcome back to whatever you want, where you can take us on media and media, movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond to give you the most interesting behind-the-scenes insights, storytelling techniques, all that jazz, and more. We go over everything from Marvel, DC, Pixar. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. Pre-banter, pre-pre-banter, banter! Dang, Daniel. Sound interesting. You're just gonna what throw people off. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know why we did that. I was, I was trying to think of, like, a segue I could be like, well, because we're talking about this this week. We did that, like, ten years ago. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm all off my game, Daniel. <laughs> this might have been the worst decision ever. <laughs> it's fine, man. It's fine, okay? Have you do just it. keep on stepping. Yeah. Maybe this could be the best decision ever. You know what? There's still time. Speaking of yeah. time, oh, we're back. All right. Boom, so, <laughs> boom. Right there. Uh, this year, we're talking about... This year. This podcast, this year. we're talking about... We're going back down! <laughs> we're talking the the movies that turned 10 this year. So have these 10-year-old mm-hmm. movies aged well? So the year is like still pretty recently ticked over the new year, 2023. I'm still in that phase of like writing 2022 and everything. Yeah. So yeah, basically concept if again that wasn't clear because i don't know what's happening this episode uh it's 2023 and so we're going to take a look back at all the movies that came out in 2013 and just kind of gauge was that a good year of movies have these movies aged well just kind of review 2013 i guess we were like 14 and 15 at that time right yeah yeah so uh we should remember some of these movies. It's funny. I literally just looked up the list and the first thing I saw, because I did like expanded the thing on Google, it's literally just an image of Doofensmertz from oh. Reason and Verb. <laughs> and there's apparently the movie called My Sweet Ride. But when you hover over it, you get the Avengers. And I'm just what? like, that what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Google, Google just like doesn't know how to process 2013. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Are you just ready to jump into the main segment? Yeah, yeah. So I'm ready to. So, so I kind of sort these into categories. I have like lists, but I figured we can. Mm-hmm. We're like a big superhero podcast, so I figured we could talk about the superhero movies that came out that year. If, if you're cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Doofenshmirtz and, and <laughs> the best superhero, <laughs> the Avengers here. The Avengers were uh, 2013. I don't know why that's coming up. Avengers were 2012. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's like there. It's like the animated. I think this was the one where oh. they had the crossover with oh. the animated. That makes characters. sense. I thought you were just yeah. saying Doofish Burst and then you hovered over it and like the live action Avengers movie came up. No, okay. no, no, no. That would be so funny though. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. I was like, Google's broken? Uh, Alright. But yeah, so I mean, superhero movies. This actually so Oh, ten, Man of Steel. Yeah, 10 years ago, Man of Steel came out. That was the first one I talked about. So it's just interesting that like that came out and we were all like, man, DC's gonna finally catch up to Marvel. And 10 years later, they still don't know what Still haven't. Doing. Dude, James Gunn hopefully can even. That really puts that into perspective, dude. Yeah. Like how much they've been kind of just like flopping around. Treading water, or struggling to tread water for 10 years. The, the here's how, here's I think, a good analogy. The dream has died. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, I think a good analogy here is, like, Marvel's been, like, this shark in the water, you know? Uh-huh. And, and, and it's just, is, it knows what it's doing. still putting on its water shoes, <laughs> DC. Well, no, but, man, like, all DC's been, like, freaking a flounder that's just was brought onto a fish, and, like, it's flopping around. I think DC's, like, not even in the ocean yet. It's, like, being swept away in, like, some sewer and is about to get to the ocean, hopefully. No, it's, it's in a fish farm. It's in a fish farm, so it's, like, everything's, oh, okay. like force fed and like uh, really hard to like you, you know what i'm saying yeah like 
This is a really weird analogy. I don't know why I thought it was perfect originally, but we're just, just like no, no, it comes it. back just like Man of Steel. They thought it was a good, good idea. Ten years later, <laughs> I mean, basically, it was a good idea. But ten years later, the rest of the DC universe not necessarily a good idea. Yeah. Oh man. I just hope they get it together, man. Um, yeah. Man of Steel though, like, was gr- a great, honestly, like interpretation of Superman that we hadn't seen for a while, and just like hot off the heels of the Nolan um trilogy batman trilogy yeah, yeah. like it was cool that we were getting like oh a new take on superman and like with visual effects that were like really good like the dark grittiness uh, again we i feel like dc has been plagued and it's like oh it's all dark and gritty but this was like the first case of it and it was like oh that's new and it's different than marvel's like campy like bright thing so i think this was really an, a unique step at the time what, yeah. what are you laughing at? Well, I'm scrolling down. In 2013, futuristic movies came up, and there's this one called The Machine, and oh. it looks like it's about like some AI lady or whatever. But it just made me think of that new movie that's the coming movie, out, the, the, yeah. the Machine. Well, we're not there yet, Daniel. We're <laughs> yeah, talk, yeah, sorry, we're talking sorry. about no, you're good. superheroes. So, I mean, Man of Steel. Any last minute thoughts on that before we jump into? No, I think I think we covered that pretty stuff. well. There's potential there. It didn't end up well. Yeah. Um. Well, 2013, Iron Man 3 also came out. That mm-hmm. It actually marked the start of Phase 2. So 2013 was the start of Phase 2 of Marvel, which is crazy to think. Wait, that, that was like, 2013? I'm seeing Thor the Dark World. Thor the Dark World was also 2013. Did they both come on the same year? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Start of Phase 2 of the MCU. That's a huge step. Hot off the heels of Avengers. Iron Man 3, it's not everyone's favorite, but I, I do think it's better than Iron Man 2. And honestly, I do think yeah. Iron Man 3 is pretty decent maybe the ending isn't as strong as it could be some of the extremist stuff is pretty interesting i might have to rewatch that to remember some of the extremist stuff actually no i think iron man 2 is stronger than 3 come to think really of it, yeah i mean it's like it's nice being able to see tony with all of his suits but like but i liked in 3 it i feel like there's too him. much going on i like that it stripped him of the suit and you got to see tony stark how he would survive without all the tech and the suit and the billionaire status i like that unique approach to Tony Stark after two solo movies and an Avengers movie. You know, I can agree to that. That was a good point point in that. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I feel like the way they, again, it always comes back down to like pacing. And I feel like the pacing was like weird at times. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. Sorry. I think someone's doing like construction outside my house or something. So if you hear that, my bad. But anyways. I can't hear it. Yeah. Uh, I know, but the mic might pick it up. But Thor the Dark World, like you said. Movie of the year in my mm. mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I need to rewatch it and give it another chance because I, I think like it is bad, no doubt about it. But I think because we just keep dogging on it as like the notorious bad MCU movie, it's like lowered my expectation of it. And if I watched it, I'd probably be like, yeah, that wasn't like as bad as I thought it, it was. It wasn't like be, that you know? bad, but it was bad. I think because yeah. we keep dogging on it, like I- I've lowered my <laughs> reality of what it actually is. Which I don't know. If that's, yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Next, the last one in the superhero category for 2013. The Wolverine came out this year. What do you think of the Wolverine? I I feel like it got a lot more hate than it deserved, honestly. I agree. When I think Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, this is like the look, I think, is he was yeah. so jacked in this. And I think like he did like the special technique and he like mastered it at this point where like he would bulk up and then like right before like a big shirtless scene, he would like dehydrate himself. So like literally his skin mm. was just like sucked into his muscles and was so mm. toned. But also so jacked. Like, I just, I'm like literally getting flashbacks to like the scene, spoilers, where like they cut him in half and then he mm-hmm. like turns around and just heals. And it's like, oh, you're toast, buddy. Yeah. Like, I, this was a good movie in my mind. Um, 
Yeah, I mean Logan. I, totally I, agree. I do love Logan, and I. But when I think like peak physique Wolverine, I think of the Wolverine. This. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. At the same time, too, I also like how they because you know a lot of times before it was hit like you would use Wolverine as a tool with other X Men stuff. Right. I feel so. This was something to where like he was able to like really shine in his own right again like like what you're saying with that peak physique and that peak ability i feel right um, there was also x-men but origins then also wolverine. like was that this one yeah no that so x-men origins wolverine was a different movie but the wolverine is like i think that so the origins was like his that was 2009 that was like his origin and this one was like all right we've established his origin this is just like an adventure like with his story at his peak so yeah i think this is everything like at his peak which i like yeah yeah but what I was going to say is even with that, like with him losing his regeneration for a little bit during that time, uh-huh. that was also cool to see yeah. how that affected him like personally. Again, kind of like stripping Iron Man 3. I guess this is the year. 2013 was the year of stripping superheroes of their uh, the, of their abilities. powers. <laughs> and when they didn't do that in Thor The Dark World, everyone was like, it felt cheap. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 2013 taught us to strip superheroes of their what makes them uh, great and see Heroic. how they react. Yeah. You know yeah. what? 2013, good, good job for that. <laughs> All right, so out of those in this category, Man of Steel, Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, The Wolverine, what was your favorite? Kick-Ass 2. No, I'd probably say <laughs> The Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I think it's close between The Wolverine and Man of Steel for me. I don't know. Superman never really spoke to me as a character. I honestly really? kind of hate him as a character. Why? Yeah. Because he's just too perfect? Well, it's not even that. Like, like his whole thing is... I mean, that's... Uh, a lot of, People say that all the time. It's like, oh, then then you get the people are like, oh, well, then you don't read the comics. It's, it's not even that. It's just, it's not about being idealistic or the hope of it. It's like, even what they did recently, I saw this one TikTok where they, like, increased his power level so he's able to, like, create portals and oh my all that kind of shit. It's like, if he's meant to represent hope, then there should be a right. challenge to that hope. And it's, there's never that chance. Yeah, he shouldn't just be able to, like, coast through everything. Like, Spider-Man represents hope because he's, like, down, like, this teenager without anything. But despite that, he remains optimistic and hopeful. And you don't think Superman has that, like, enough down-in-the-dumpsness to warrant, like, he's a symbol for hope kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I haven't really thought about it that way, but that is a very valid, fair point, I think. Yeah. And because of that, you swayed me to say the Wolverine. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next category I have are ones that I consider like have gone down since 2013 as like classics. Mm. So I think these have aged extremely well. So in this category, first I have Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So that came out 2013. Everyone knows this movie. I feel like it's a really good film in my mind. I still haven't seen it all the way through. Oh, I've seen dude, like it's in chunk, like chunked out technically. So yeah. I don't know what happens, but like I still haven't done like a single like run through of everything. So I do well, need to spend some time just to do that. Yeah, at risk of sounding like a finance bro, I think Wolf of Wall Street is really good. It tells the story of J- Jordan Belfont in a very interesting way, and John Favreau's in it. So, like, what more could you ask for, you know? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think Wolf of Wall Street, you definitely watch that. It's like, I think it's gone down as a classic that people know and talk about all the time now. Next. Dude, dude we yeah. just talked shit on Superman, and now Evan's typing in the group chat. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like disturbed because I'm a professional, Daniel. Sorry, <laughs> I was just, like summoned. <laughs> you know, literally, is what I felt like. So next, I have her. Have you seen her with Joaquin I Phoenix? I have not seen her, dude. You haven't seen any it's of these really classics been of 10 years? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So her. 
is uh, I actually have a TTTT of the week. This is my TTTT of the week. It's for this movie. Mm. Do you know what that premise of her? Yeah, so he doesn't have a lady or his wife died or something like that. So yeah. he gets the AI lady. He gets an AI that he just like kind of puts in his ear or yeah. wherever. And he, he kind of like falls in love with her a bit. It's a, it's yeah. a really unique film of just about like finding love, being alone, and, and like a lot of relatable themes. But but yeah, so my TTTT, the voice... Did you know that Scarlett Johansson wasn't supposed to play the voice in the film Her? She, she is, is the voice be? now. Samantha Morton was originally cast to voice Samantha the AI in Her and was with Joaquin Phoenix every day on set while filming, giving the lines off screen. And then she was going to re-record the lines later in like an audio booth. But when mm-hmm. the filming wrapped, the director, Spike Jones felt like something wasn't quite right with the voice. So he decided in editing that the AI needed something different and recasted Scarlett Johansson as Samantha the AI, and she re-recorded all the dialogue. So she wasn't on set with Joaquin Phoenix at all. <laughs> That's so weird to think about. I think it worked out. But though. at least all the material was there that she can like read yeah. and like play off of. So yeah, I think that leaned into that. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, but this if you guys haven't seen her, it's, it's a really good film and i think this is honestly again talking about those films that like inspired me this isn't one that like really resonated with me but i this is one of the earlier films that i remember recognizing like the color palette and like the tone was very different like it's it's like set in reality but kind of like a heightened semi-futuristic reality kind of like black mirror yeah from what i remember from trailers stuff like that it's like more saturated yeah it's like saturated, or somewhat saturated but kind of i wouldn't even say saturated it's like monochromatic yeah yeah like i think his office space like has a lot of like color coordination like a lot of muted like salmons and pinks and with like accents of like green plants that like just makes it feel like it fits together very well that you wouldn't normally see in like a normal office but it really clicked me i was like oh that's unique and that's cool and i haven't really seen that in film i thought that was interesting interesting yeah yeah definitely check that out next is prisoners which i am so mad because i wanted to watch this on my flight I haven't watched this yet. This is uh, with Hugh Jackman and Prisoners? Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, this... Did, I, do you say Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? How do you say Gyllenhaal. it? Gyllenhaal. How do you say it? I'm pretty sure that's how I said it. I think you said it the first time you said it. It sounded weird to me, so I was like... Ooh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Anywho, yeah. I, I think it's a classic. I, from what I've heard, again, I wanted to watch it on my flight home for the holidays uh, a couple weeks ago, but freaking for some reason, it's on Netflix, but you can't download certain Netflix titles, and this was one really? of them. Really? So, like, I could stream it now if I wanted to, maybe if it's still out there, but I couldn't download it for my plane ride, which I was, like, very upset about. I don't know why. So, I ended up watching something else. That's weird. I wonder if that's, like, a security thing or, like, a maybe it's probably just, like, a licensing thing, honestly. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't download it still, but it's, it's on Netflix. It? Is, what? Who produced it? Like, what originally? studio? Yeah. Oh, Denis, yeah, Denis Villeneuve did. That's why it was, came on my radar originally, because he did Dune. I was like, what else has he done? And he did Prisoners. Oh. Oh. There you go. Oh, wait. It's set in Conyers, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. All right. Whatever. Yeah. So I definitely want to check that out. Next one is, again, one I believe I've seen in like middle or high school, but I don't really remember much of it. And that's 12 Years a Slave. Did you see this one? I I don't think I've seen that one either. This this one has like really good scores on Rotten Tomatoes and and... I, I do want to watch this one. I think it's like a historical, it's like a historical kind of film about like slavery and stuff. So, mm. and I think like the psychology behind that. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that one, but I've heard that's a classic. Next one, uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I was Have you seen that literally one? just about to bring that up. I was like, yeah, because that's the one I do remember. Um, what do you think of it? And from what I, I liked it, but here's the thing. 
I remember it being like audiences were either loving it or hating it because yeah, like, it's really Walter divided. Mitty was originally based on a short story, and they yeah. they took a lot of liberties from that short story in this. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Originally, it's about like I'm pretty sure an older guy, and like in the movie, he's going on these adventures because he's, he's I believe in the movie he's like uh, trying to get the cover photo from this one photographer. Yes, but the photographer's out somewhere, so he's got to go out and find him. Yeah, right. But that's like really far off from what happened in the short story because the short story is this older guy walking home, and oh. <laughs> and it, he's he's daydreaming about all these adventures that he'd love to go on. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I like the direction they took the movie with. Yeah, same. I, I think this was Ben Stiller was the uh, like the star was Walter mm-hmm. Mitty, and he also directed this. Yeah, um, I thought this was his directorial debut, but it wasn't. He actually directed Zoolander, which I did not realize. <laughs> <laughs> totally very different what, films. What, what a yeah, what, what a range. different vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I think it's a good, relatable story, like pretty good message about enjoying life, going on adventures, and just like wanting to get out into the world and experience it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize this. Good feel, good movie. Yeah. It, it really just makes you like open your eyes yeah. on like like what's important, really. It's always a good thing to have perspective of. Yeah. I didn't realize The Great Gatsby also came out this year. Yeah. Time. That was my last one in of the classics in this yeah. category. So yeah, The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. You've seen this one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we watched this in school before. There's a lot of movies that came out in this year. Jeez. The Internship, too. Gravity. Yeah. Those are, Daniel, we're getting Anywho, there. We're but, getting there. Yeah, but The Great yeah. Gatsby. Um, yeah, no. It, again, it, it was unique in that same sense to where it was based off of the book. We got but, the uh, meme of Leonardo DiCaprio, like, holding up a... Uh... Holding the thing? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dude, my... Hold on. For our audio listeners, I'm sorry. One sec. Uh, my coworker got me um, a candle for uh that his wife made for christmas and this like perfectly <laughs> like it fits for the meme <laughs> it's like, oh my god that's like a, a candle yeah it's a candle it's like i don't know what is there name. ice in that too from the looks of it no it's like a squishy like it's the wax the jello the candle i'm saying but yeah but i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, does it ice. Look, look like ice it's like yeah. a, it's like a candle that is looks like a dude like a drink <laughs> it's like a margarita dude that's so freaking that's dope for the meme i'm leonardo dicaprio except i date actually no i also date women around 24 <laughs> but it's because i am 23 oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i am exactly leonardo <laughs> i'm just kidding uh oh man toby mcguire of course is in this yeah it's a good one it's a yeah. classic classic all right so out of the category wolf of wall street her prisoners 12 years a slave Walter Mitty, Greg Gatsby, what's your favorite in this category? I probably gotta say it's probably the secret life of Walter Mitty in this that's category. The only one you've watched besides Great Gatsby. <laughs> well, that, yeah. And then two well, if I saw her, I'd probably say her, but because you know me when it comes to artistic cues and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I love that stuff. Uh but no, with the secret life of Walter Mitty, I do love the story in that and yeah. like how they just just the exploration and the and the meaning behind it. Yeah. So I like that a lot. I need, yeah. I think that's a good just like movie night when you want to like lay down and just chill with some friends uh, mm-hmm. and like a feel good movie. That's a good one. So yeah. I I think I might say just to put some so we're everyone's not saying like, oh, you guys are saying the same thing. I'm going to say Wolf of Wall Street, honestly, just because I think it's it's a really well told story. And when I think classics, this is one that like pops up that like I know a lot of people talk about and I'm not a finance bro, but yeah, Margaret Robbie's in it. Like, yeah. come on. 
And like I said, with the meme, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's in that too. So yeah, so it's a Leo year. Yeah, freaking 2013, man. Yeah, two movies. <laughs> All right, <laughs> ready for the next category? Yeah, what we got? We got sci-fi slash fantasy. Okay. Okay. So Gravity, like you said. Yep. Have you seen that one? I f- okay, here's the thing. I feel like there's a couple movies that came out with the same mentality. Yes, is this I the- know. Because <laughs> there's Gravity, and then what was the other one? Interstellar like is similar. <laughs> Inter- yeah, I don't know. But who who is in this one? If you, like, if I know who's in it, then... Between Gravity? Sandra Bullock. Yeah, this is the one with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. So, no, I have not seen this one. I don't think I've seen this one either, honestly. I think I have seen... Actually, I've seen one scene, like, four times. Because when I came here to California, Mm. the first time when I was visiting, I was on spring break my freshman year of college. And I went to Warner Brothers. And they were... They had, like... I went through a tour and they had an exhibit. It was called, like, The Art of Sound. And it was basically Mm. showing, like, how much sound changes a movie. And it was playing one scene from Gravity over and over, but with different... Mm sound passes so it was like here's the dialogue pass well it was like here's the full mix and it was just looked like it was like a normal movie scene then it was like here's the um just the the foley then here's just the the dialogue here's mm-hmm. just the sound effects here's just the music and then it like put them all together again and it was just like this it was like wow like it, there's a lot that goes into that and that was the first time i was like wow sound is like a huge part in film so so you're, i so appreciate you're saying, gravity because of that sound what? is like onions Yes, there's layers. He's got all those layers. Yeah. <laughs> so gravity is like an onion. <laughs> yeah. Because it stinks. No. <laughs> I think technologically this one was pretty impressive when it came out. People were like awed at it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just didn't really appeal to me to go see it to my little Same. 14-year-old self. Same. Next on this list, I've got Ender's Game. Have you seen yeah, this Yeah, I was one? just going to say that too. Yeah, I have, actually. I have not. What is and it about? It, and it is actually pretty good. So the idea is you have this kid named Ender. He's super smart. Uh, humanity's face Oh, Harrison with... Ford's in it? Yeah, he's oh, like, like Ben Kingsley is? Haley yeah. Steinfeld? Yeah. The yeah. guy from the Sex Education? Dang. Yeah, dude. Sorry. It, you you it, continue. My bad. <laughs> they, had a lot of, they had a lot of people. But yabba dabba do. So... <laughs> In the end, what pretty much happens is there's this alien invasion that's coming in, but they're using Ender as they're like training him with all these different simulations and stuff like that. So like he's super, Ender's the kid. Yeah, he yeah, he's uber smart. Okay, right. And what they end up doing is for this one thing, they they tell him it's a simulation, but it's not. They're actually going live and sending in people to like, oh my god, this invasion, and he doesn't know that, and then. After it's over, just like the simulation, uh, he realized he pretty much just committed genocide against his entire oh my alien gosh race. Yeah, so and so that's kind of like the whole point of the movie. Like he, it's him getting ready for that battle, and then him having like emotionally deal with the consequences, and then like him connecting with a survivor of the genocide at the end, and then like him apologizing. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, that's what I that's what I roughly remember. But yeah, it was really good. It was really Dang. good. All right. Well, the next one I've got on this list is Star Trek Into Darkness. I believe this was the last one, last film J.J. Abrams did before The Force Awakens. Um, really? Yeah. J.J. Abrams was a huge Star Trek guy and then jumped to Star Wars. Lens flares galore in this one, if I'm remembering correctly, slash just yeah. trusting in J.J. Abrams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's his thing. So James Cameron has water, like we said last week. Uh, <laughs> Quinn Tarantino has feet. James... Uh, sorry, J.J. Abrams has lens flares. Lens Everyone flares. has their thing. What's what's gonna Michael be our Bay thing? Michael Bay has explosions. Yeah, true. Yeah. What's your um, thing, Daniel? Big boot. No. Big booty. 
<laughs> like Clinton's got the feet. I've got the big feet. Uh, um, I don't know what That's my more thing adult is. Films, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, frick! We forgot quirky queries last week. Sorry, I just realized we did. We'll do quirky queries this week. I've, I'm trying to think of what like my. I don't make films, but I'm thinking like game wise. Like, what's my thing for games? What would my thing be? Do you think, Daniel? For your movies? thing is being a swell focus guy. Focus on effects. Yeah, <laughs> effects. No, I don't want to just be a visual effects guy. I want to like have a good story. You know. But like, okay. yeah, I feel like effects. That's too broad. Like, I need like feet. Yeah, I know. Or Less thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want feet. Let's be clear. I want hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my thing is game feel, or like story feel. Nah, and stuff that's like too. That. That's too generic. You need something like you put lens flares and everything, or like some part. Of it. Like we, we'll figure it out. I feel like as we'll we figure it grow out. as artists, we will yeah. determine like, yeah. oh, I actually really like uh i don't know something we'll figure it out like <laughs> rain oh that's kind of water i can't step on james cameron i like I mean, lava yeah, i'm the lava I, guy i, I don't know you're lava guy uh, yeah so okay. he'll he'll be james cameron will be freeze miser i'll be heat miser that's that's how our, our dynamic okay work. <laughs> all right that's enough star trek even though we didn't really talk about star trek so next the hobbit the De- desolation of smog came out this year so that was the second one we actually this, this last is your year sci-fi this is sci-fi slash kind of fantasy Fantasy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The selection of Schmaug. Is that the second or third one? That's the second one. So I think that's a good one. The third one was bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Agreed. 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 I think this one had the barrel thing. Yes. At, yes the what barrel whitewater rafting? I didn't mind that honestly. I said that before. I like. I kind of enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> it was all right. You know, it came out of spots sometimes but it was, yeah. it was all right. It was fun. It was GoPro fun. That's shots like, were like what? <laughs> yeah. That that needed to be cut. But uh, it had the fun energy there. That's, what, that's what matters. I can't believe that's 10 years old. Wow. Say Morgan Freeman? Martin Freeman. Oh. <laughs> I just like imagine Dude, Morgan imagine Freeman. A Hobbit Lord cut. Instead of Martin Freeman, it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. Quick. Get in these barrels. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the Hobbit trilogy wasn't great. So this is kind of like a forgettable thing of 2013, I guess. Benedict Cumberbatch's yeah. performance was pretty good. Him crawling around, slithering on the floor, I guess. That was something he did. Laid the groundwork yeah. for him to be Doctor Strange a couple years later, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's all about the commitment to the floor, you know? You just got, you got to be grounded. Yeah, it's interesting to be thinking about people, like, <laughs> their careers, like, where they were at at this point. Like, Martin Freeman, yeah. this was, like, one of his big breaks, and now he's in a bunch of Marvel stuff. Same with, what's his face? Like, well, th- speaking of t- Star Trek, we got Chris Pine. I guess Star Trek was a little indie film, and now he's doing the great Dungeons and Dragons movie this year. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. Okay, yeah, I didn't know this. So you know how Spider Verse, right? At the beginning, they're like, "Oh, I even have, have like Christmas album, whatever." Yeah, 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 right. That's an actual thing on Spotify. Yeah, I know. I did not know that, and it's oh, Chris Pine. We should have listened to it over Christmas. I forgot. Dude, that was I, I like found that from like TikTok the other day. I started like like. <laughs> listening to it as i was working i'm like this is majestic this is great i needed this in my life everyone check that out yeah yeah all right next i've got hunger games catching fire yep i didn't really see any of the hunger games except oh, for like, really? the first one even this is the, the first one, one i think i only saw in parts yeah yeah this, i don't know the hunger games i really liked the books and i saw the but the movies weren't like anything groundbreaking they didn't to catch me. the fire of your eye correct 
and that and, was and you know me, Daniel. I'm I'm the lava guy in movies. That's my thing. Yeah, exactly. And so the fact that it didn't catch the fire, I was disappointed. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be uh, actually really upset if, like, in the future, I become known as like the lava guy. Like, the I lava don't, guy. I don't want that. You, you you prophesized it, so now it's gonna happen. Okay, sounds good. Later today, you're gonna be in Blender, be like, okay, how do I simulate this? <laughs> I should probably be more like a Houdini thing, but still. Um, so this was the second movie, and then they split the third mm-hmm. book into two movies. And I think we've actually got – it's interesting because, like, this was 10 years ago, and we've got a Hunger Games prequel coming out this year, the Songbird, whatever, Battle of the Songbird something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. President Snow one. So I hope that's good. I don't know. I, I haven't really been, like, excited to come back to the Hunger Games universe, HCU, HGCU, yeah. HGTV. I don't know. uh and then last in this category i have percy jackson's sea of monsters i believe this was the second one in the percy jackson series i don't know if i've ever seen this one actually uh same i like the first percy jackson that's your last one there's there's a couple in here i was gonna say um, yeah what else you got i mean riddick was okay i didn't see that eh, it was just really weird it was just what's his name dom whatever Daniel, I don't know. I haven't seen it. You can ask me. Uh, going crazy. <laughs> it's okay. the, it's the guy from from the Fast and Furious where he's like the the bald guy. Vin Diesel. Like yeah, Vin Diesel. I totally blinked on his name. Um, wow. I think he's Dom in the Fast and Furious thing. That's why I said that. Anywho, I wouldn't know because I also haven't seen that. But Riddick was it was just weird. It had like this really weird vibe. Was it like an Oblivion? Action? However, I haven't seen. Yeah, Oblivion. it was like an action space thing. Oblivion was uh, I believe it was Tom Cruise. Oh, is that um, is that one where you might think? Wait, what is it? Oh, I've heard about this one. Yeah, so it was different. It was something I believe. A love story set in 2077 on an Earth desolated. Oh, I just lost it. Desolated by something. Yeah, there, by war. What happened? Oh in, gosh. Yeah, so like, I think they're trying to figure out like what caused the war and all that, and they have like the spaceship, and like I think the day keeps on repeating or something like that. No, that was know. that was edge of tomorrow is the one where the day keeps repeating no that that also happens there yes but i feel like something like this happens here too tom cruise has starred in two repeating groundhog day maybe it's not repeating day thing but it might be like repeating cycle thing which in turn is like one way to interpret oblivion if you think about it i think that's kind of what they were going for edge of tomorrow was 2014 that was the dumbest marketing move they have ever done calling edge of tomorrow all of the promo was called live die repeat and that makes sense because that's like the premise of the movie and that's like such a good like title but they called it edge Mm -hmm. of tomorrow and so no one knew what the heck it was about and no one saw it if they called it live die repeat i think it would have done so much better i mean yes hear me out the aliens in that were still terrible really yeah are you are you shitting me I, yeah, I mean, okay, so like the ones on the, the ones on the battlefield were fine, but the ones at the end, like the you know the end, I don't know if I watched. Kind of I don't think I watched it the whole way through. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it's just you you died and it repeated. <laughs> and he said, "I'm not going to watch it today." Yeah, <laughs> they died repeat. Oh, they did that. All right, I guess the movie's over. All right. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, favorite of this category: Gravity, Ender's Game, Star Trek Into Darkness, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog, Hunger Games: Catching Fire, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, Oblivion. I would say... This wasn't a great year for sci-fi and fantasy, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'd probably say Ender's Game, from my memory. Yeah. We, yeah. I might I say... Good. Wait, Like, Star Trek, uh, that, was, that was pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not much of a Trekkie, but that was pretty good. I, I guess I would have to say, just from recency bias, I watched The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog, and I thought it was all right, I guess, so that'll be my favorite of this category, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, that's, that's a solid pick. Next, I've got... Comedies. 
of this year. This mm-hmm. was a good year mm-hmm. for comedies, I believe. So starting out hot, we got Grown Ups too. Thoughts on Grown Ups too? Oh, that was this year, 2013. Yeah. Dang. What happens in Grown Ups too? This is when the st- they're like they're not on that vacation. They're like back home, and like Adam Sandler just like throws a party. Yes, that's right. I do remember it now. That's basically the plot. Adam Sandler yeah. does it. They go to like the dance recital. They roll down the big tire. I prefer the first one. I also prefer the first one, but I think this one's but just this is a also fun, shut off your brain comedy yeah. movie. I've said this before. I say what you want about Adam Sandler, but I respect the fact that he just built a career out of making movie like dumb movies, he's having fun with his friends. Like, yeah, that's so freaking remarkable and rad. <laughs> There's a whole verse, I, a Sandler verse. We've talked about this. The, the ACU, Adam Sandler, ASCU, Adam Sandler Cinematic Universe. I do think it's funny. Um, there's like one scene where he like is teaching his kid how to like pick up women. And I truly mm-hmm. think it's just Adam Sandler like giving advice on how he has uh, like attracted attractive women. Because mm-hmm. like he says like what you got to do is you go up to them, make them laugh, compliment their smile, and then ask them out for that night so they don't have a chance to realize how fugly you are before they can say no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's pretty solid. That's yeah. pretty solid. And it worked yeah. in the movie, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so because of that, that's up a few points. All right, next. I think you said this, the internship with uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I like that pairing. Right. They also did Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It's like the Google internship. and Yeah, so they're, they're like competing for like a role in Google or something like that. They're like super old compared to like these harvard yeah. grads and stuff yeah, yeah i think it's pretty funny um you've seen it right yeah yeah, yeah. this feels like a very 2013 comedy uh yeah yeah very much so we're the millers also 2013 that one i'm not recalling that's the one with um is it jason sudeikis is that you say? and will P- poulter and jennifer aniston they're like they're like are not a family but they're pretending to be a family to smuggle drugs back into the country yeah i haven't seen it i i've seen clips of it and the clips are pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, most of those actors have, like, the, of the main cast, have, like, gone on to do great things with their career. I mean, Will, Will Poulter mm-hmm. went from, like, he was known as, like, he was the virgin in this movie, and now he's freaking playing Adam Warlock. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Good 10 years for him. <laughs> there you go. I mean, he's still technically a virgin in MCU then, but. <laughs> I think you would like um, We're the Millers if you would check that out. Um, anyways. There's also The Hangover 3. Yeah, that was next on my list. My mom was so upset, not upset, but she was like disappointed that I watched that movie. And again, I think I watched it a few years after it came out. So I was like 16 and Mm -hmm. um, I went over to a friend's house when I was 16 and we watched this movie. And, and when I came back and told her about it, she was like, ah, like, I'm kind of upset you watched that. Like, it's a pretty vulgar movie. And I was like, mom, I am 16 years old. (laughs) I go to high school, mom. (laughs) Uh, But like, she wasn't actually like upset, but like, she just, I think she thought it was vulgar that's what i call movies that she doesn't like it's like mom vulgar it's not really vulgar but like mm. they're vulgar you know what i mean yeah no i totally get that that's just yeah a um what do you think honestly of the all of the hangovers blend together for me mm-hmm. then they go to mexico in this one because they had to like get like, i think their... yeah i think they went to the guy the asian man's house like secret estate in mexico yeah, or something to, like, like that break in and yeah get the secret vault yeah yes i believe so yeah no, there's still funny moments in this one. I think the earlier ones were better, but I do respect that. Like, yeah, I feel like these comedies, like, there's a few of them, like Hangover Three and Gun Ups Two, obviously not, but the Internship and We're the Millers, like, those are very unique concepts, and I like that it's yeah. not just like we're seeing sequels. Uh, speaking of not sequels, we have This Is the End, which again, speaking of Gun Ups 
with uh, Adam Sandler, just his friends making movies. This was like James Franco and Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Yeah, just yeah. like a friend group making movies. There was like a random Emma Watson cameo. Like that was insane. Like uh, she just like <laughs> came in. I, I don't think I've seen the full thing, but like. I don't know. I've heard good things. It's kind of stood up to the test of time somewhat, maybe. I don't think I've seen that one either. I don't know if it's actually aged well or not. There might be some jokes in there that, like, haven't aged well. I don't know. When you say that, you mean, like, they're cancelable by maybe. standards? I've never, I never know if James Franco is, like, in good standing with the public. I don't, like, keep up with that, so I don't know if yeah, it is same. or not right now. <laughs> so I'm just gonna leave it there. So, out of this category, Grown Ups 2, The Internship, We're the Millers, Hangover 3, This is the End, Favorite... Oh, we didn't even talk about Anchorman 2. Oh, Anchorman 2? I haven't seen Anchorman 2 yeah. or Anchorman 1. You've seen Anchorman 2? Yeah, I know. It's not as good as the first one. All right. Uh, What's your favorite of the category? That's a tough one. I'm going to... Let's think. I haven't seen a lot of these. So I'm going to say Anchorman 2. Yeah? Yeah. That's not it one that I've resonates seen. resonates more in my brain. Yeah. I'm going to say... Farrell, like, come on. I love that kind of comedy. He, he's, yeah. he's just a goat with that. I'm going to say the internship. I actually really like the internship, and I watched that with my mom. Not recently, but in more recent memory, and we both enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a good message about, like, your age doesn't define what you can and can't do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, I'm going to say that. All right. Next, second to last category, animation. There's a lot of movies that came out this year, but we have, first off, Monsters University, so the prequel to Monsters, Inc., did you like Monsters University? Yeah, and th- you said before this is the first film that used global illumination, right? Which is crazy to think about. Yes, yeah, at Pixar at least. I don't know, it's it really wasn't good. as good as the first one in my mind. And uh, Oh, definitely, definitely. But it still had its own place. Yeah, I um, think I think pe- people yeah. were in this era, people were like hating on P- Pixar sequels a lot because I think this was like around the Cars 2 era. Mm. So like I think it got a negative taste in people's mouth, but I don't think it's that bad. Like I think... This is one that, like, again, when I'm making yeah. clips for TikTok, if I, like, start watching it, I end up watching, like, a big chunk of it and, like, wasting a lot of time. So yeah. <laughs> I enjoy watching it at least. Next, we've got Planes, which is a Cars spinoff that has, like, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. I don't really have a need to see it. It's yeah. funny. I was watching, again, a TikTok the other day. And a, what was it? In Cars 2 or 3, there was, like, a check or like a security checkpoint they go through when they go to like an airport or something Uh uh-huh does that imply the whole thing in the tiktok was like does that imply that there was a in the cars universe like a cars 9-11 oh my gosh and like maybe like who did that but no here's the thing here's why i think there wasn't is it like a kamikaze plane just i don't know no that's what they were saying in the theory right but hear me out okay (laughs) if that was the case wouldn't there be security like at the the hangers for the for the planes and not for the cars because the cars aren't driving the planes right which can, means, can the planes be hijacked if are you like going inside the plane i, I don't know no, i think they said that that doesn't happen so i don't know so my point is my point is right if cars do not go inside of planes or drive planes that means there's no need for a tsa which means there's some other kind of terroristic thing that cars have done that need that they need to then be checked for oh my gosh in the cars universe that's insane I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we could do yeah. a whole episode to like the cars, plane, 9-11 conspiracy theory. I, I, I feel like there's a lot more to that. Like, like yeah. there's, it's not just that, but there's like relations to like subtle things in cars. So like, yeah. how does that like work to like real world stuff, you know? Yeah. But that's just one, th- one of the things that made me think of that. Sorry. I know that's no, kind no. of a direction. Interesting. No, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Next, we've got Frozen on this list. That came out 2013. Yeah. 
10 years ago. You don't like Frozen? I hate Frozen. I think it's I think it eclipsed the point of being like it was it was good and then so many people liked it that I think a lot of people fell off cuz they're like it's too loved. But and it got annoying the amount that all the songs were playing and stuff. Yes, I hate one What? <laughs> I I I hate movies that are get like way too like musical or musical e like musicals are fine i'm not a musical guy (laughs) i know well that's why i like pixar more so but with that strange world wasn't uh musical yeah and that's why i I haven't seen it yet but i'm probably gonna love it either way it's on disney plus now oh is it really yeah i watched it over break okay i'll give it a watch but uh no just way too much singing I mean, it's not meant for like me as the audience. It's meant for like kids and stuff like that. Well, when like, it yeah. came out, you were fourteen. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's it's, it still felt like for younger kids at that point. I feel like we were like just after the target age range for that. It, and like everybody was talking, I hated how much people were talking about it or singing the songs. Like, yeah, it, it, it like it let it go and shut up. Like honestly, that's where my mind was. Yeah, animation looked cool. I get it, but like. That's probably the only upside I can give to it. I think I didn't mind it. I don't mind it as much as everyone. A lot of people hate it. Like I, I thought it was pretty good. Like I enjoyed the first one, the story. I, I didn't really like the second one nearly as much, but the first one I thought was a decent story, and I, I was jamming. To I'm the, happy that the second one killed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next. Speaking of sequels, we've got Despicable Me Two. I don't really uh, remember what happened in this one. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I like don't. I really kind of vaguely remember the first one, and after that, I was like, "All right, I don't know if this one's for me." I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not like. I mean, they're here for the memes, but I'm not on the the minion Gru train. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same. Like we're all, we're at the station waiting for another train. Yeah, and like the minion also, train comes up, we're like, "No, thank you." <laughs> talk about trains and speed. You know, there's also Turbo. That came out this year? I'm seeing it coming out in 2013, yeah. Oh, shoot. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it did. That's the snail uh, racing one. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's never, a snail. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've seen clips. I don't know if I I've need seen, to. like, edits on TikTok, you know, where they, like, just post clips from a movie. And I, yeah. I, like, watched the final end race, and I was like, yeah, no, that's kind of hype, whatever. But, like, I don't want to watch the, the like, hour build up to, like, why he's doing this race kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then ultimately at the end it is he like obviously it's again the whole thing 2013 was the year of stripping them down of their powers so mm-hmm. sorry to like spoil the end of turbo but like at the end he like loses his like turbo jet boost ability so he has to finish like this fortune 500 like just literally as a snail within the last like five inches of the finish line he's just like going as a snail so like he's just slowly going meanwhile like a guy crashes car and he's like sprinting trying to like run so it's literally like a tortoise in the hair kind of thing jeez it was kind of hype with the else. TikTok music they put over it, but <laughs> next we've got the Crudes and the Smurfs too. Those are the last two I have on this list. The Crudes, I don't know if I've even seen the. First. I've, no, I've seen the first. I've one. heard the Those second Crudes was decent. I think actually the guy that did the Crudes two just did Puss mm-hmm. in Boots two. Oh really? I believe that's the same person. So I might want to watch the Crudes and the Crudes two just to see if I can see any like maybe maybe I'll find out what yeah. his thing is. You know, mine's lava. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm making this a thing. No, You're, it's gonna be a thing now. We're uh, gonna get, I have to get merch about this now. My thing's lava. Lava man. Lava man. I wish I could have come up with something, anything better. I was thinking James Cameron's water. What's not water? Lava. Ah oh, man. Honestly, no. Honestly, you're. If we're being here, like you have your lighting, but I feel like oh. you're gonna, gonna say that's too general. No, I think. But like, no, I think it's specific too- enough. 
But that's you, not as funny you, as lava. You, so for the joke, I'll say yeah. lava. But for real talk, <laughs> it'll probably be <laughs> lighting. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, you also didn't talk about Clyde with a chance to meet. That was this year? With a chance to meet. It was the second one. The second oh. One. <laughs> your, your disappointment. <laughs> what happened in the second one? Uh, I think there was like a food island that they went to. Oh, yeah. Oh I don't think gosh. I've actually seen this one all the way through. I don't know either. if I have either. Maybe that's why I... Oh, Andy Samberg I... is baby Brent. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah, no. Um, At the end of the day, I'm going to go with Monsters University. It's probably my best pick from this year. Phil Lord, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller did Clive Sands Meatballs. I forgot. You, you're sorry. What are you doing? Monsters University for this year. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. I think I'm also going to stick with Monsters University. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing just like the world of like a Monsters college campus pretty cool yeah all right next this Mm -hmm. is kind of my miscellaneous slash when you think 2013 and i say these movies you're like yeah that's definitely a 2013 film Mm -hmm. uh, or like an early 2010s movie i feel like that's the best way to describe it so yeah these a lot of these i haven't seen but some of these i have i'm just gonna run through these and and then we can talk about like any that jump out to you so we've got oz the great and powerful now you see me warm bodies hansel and gretel witch hunters world war z R.I.P.D. One that we didn't talk about, Captain Phillips. I haven't seen that. What is that? You just ignored my whole list. Well, I just saw it. And I'm like, this is this is the movie I think of this year, honestly, because I didn't know it came out that year. Because that movie was it what was is great. it? I've never seen it. He is a captain of a ship, and his name's Philip Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Captain Phillips, and what what happens is it, it gets raided by pirates. Oh, yeah. so, so the whole thing is like. Him trying to figure out how to is it like a keep serious his crew alive and drama? Yeah, it's very serious. Oh. And then like <laughs> I don't think that fits. This but, here, <laughs> but the reason I because this was based off a real world event that happened. Like this actually happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, besides that, um, I should say. But yeah, sorry. Those like twenty thirteen movies. Like I feel like VFX at this point, early two thousand tens, were like good enough that most filmmakers could experiment with it and it wasn't just like so, a, such a super niche niche thing so like we were like i feel like directors and filmmakers without vfx a vfx background were putting vfx in their films and this was the early days of that where it was like kind of passable and we were getting that in feature films and i think that's what a lot of these movies did like world war z warm bodies maybe even now you see me yeah it's great and powerful i don't know i would say now you see me would be another one i remember yeah it's like quintessential to this area it's also funny too. I'm thinking from like an animation perspective. I feel like, and this also goes for special effects as well. Like, I feel like we started to, at this time period, like 2010 to like 2015. Uh-huh. We started to really like standardize a lot of the techniques that like because before it used to be like, hey, we're trying to do this and be like independent studios or really the big name ones that like already proven themselves early on. Yeah. Kind of like doing it themselves and then moving forward. And then if you're say another independent studio, like you'd have to come up with a new way to do it. But then there's right. also advancements with like, again, like we talk about global illumination. My, my point is we started standardizing like how a lot of the techniques and tools were yeah. done. I feel like at this the point. Pipelines. Yeah. 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 I agree. So more, we are seeing more of them in movies. And then from here on, it's kind of just been like, how can we get more powerful, more optimized? Right. You know what I mean? Which maybe is a good thing, but maybe it's a bad thing because like we're not innovating anymore. We're out of that phase. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's always still people innovating, but yeah. So, uh, Warm Bodies. I just want to mention. I don't think I've seen it, but I just remember seeing hey, so again? many trailers about it. It's about yeah. the zombie nerd that like falls in love with like a living girl. I remember seeing it and like thinking it's like so weird. It's like a zombie romance. Um, but mm. I feel like that that movie that like synopsis just describes the vibe a lot of a lot of 
not huge blockbusters of this era kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. But anyways, what's your favorite of, I guess, this category? Oz the Great and Powerful, Now You See Me, Warm Bodies, Hansel and Gretel, World War Z, R.I.P.D. I might say Now You See Me just because that's the only one I can kind of remember. Yeah, I'm going to say that as well. And also because I, <laughs> Oz the Great and Powerful was James Franco and I still do not know if he's in good standing or not with everyone. <laughs> that that aside, you know, yeah. I, I still also barely remember that movie, you know. so Final thoughts, was 2013 a good year of movies? Have these aged well? I think it was a good year. Some of them did, some of them didn't. I think in general, it was very net p- positive. Yeah, I feel like there weren't any classics in the sense of like superhero movies or like... There's some really good bangers this year, actually. This was like right before the era of like, I feel like the modern day where I feel like Star Wars of Force mm-hmm. Awakens led into the modern day of like huge tentpole blockbusters and, and like the new strategy with like streaming really taking over 2015 on. I think this was like this like the lull right before that. Um, and they're definitely yeah. like were classics and I do like those. Yeah, like Man of Steel, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, uh, Gas Two again, uh, Doofus Smurts, the the Sweet Ride, uh, Venus Ferb film. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there there was a good there was a good mix. I think it was a good mix. And out of these movies, which has aged the worst? The worst. I'm gonna say Planes because it just oozes cheap cash yeah. grab. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Planes or Turbo. Like those two, I feel like are. Oh yeah, like, yeah, close. But I I do feel like Planes takes that cake. Yeah. What a cake to get, <laughs> to take. I'm going to say my favorite for 2013. For Evan, I know it's Man of Steel. I'm going to say Wolf of Wall Street, potentially. I'm not a finance bro, I swear, but yeah. yeah I feel like you keep on saying that, which is just going to make people <laughs> I think. I know. Like, you definitely are. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. What about um, you? I'm going to say, that's tough. I'm between Ender's Game and Captain Phillips. What can I say, Daniel? I'm a, I'm a lava guy, and you know, Margot Robbie brings the heat in Wolf of Wall Street, so. Okay. All right. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Now. I've, I've circled around. I'm now embracing the lava. <laughs> what would my thing be? I don't know. I think there's a freaking smoke alarm now going off in my house or like beeping like the battery's low. So it's all going wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, We'll figure it out. All right. You ready to jump yeah, into we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. Uh, quirky queries? Yeah. What well, we got this time? I don't have one. This is your category. What do you have? You always come up with a unique quirky query. Oh, wait. What is this queer? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. They're like the questions about like really you random did the stuff. The Aquaman one really last fun. time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Give me a second here. And I'll think of one. Um. Okay. So. Okay. Well, since we're on these movies, if there's any of these movies that you could be in, like in their world, which one would it be? That's not a quirky query. It's supposed to be different than the topic of the. Okay. Standalone. Fine. 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 Would fine, you choose fine, Ender's fine. Game? I probably would. I probably choose yeah. Grown Ups too. Just like goof off with my friends. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Like, like if I chose a lot of the other ones, it's pretty much the same. Like Captain Phillips is the real world, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I was like in the Wolverine, yeah, like, yeah, it's like a Marvel universe technically, but like it's still real world. Star Trek. So, I don't All know. right, you just, come on, quirky query. Okay, you got okay, fine. Let me ask you this. Okay, you're talking about your new sweatpants earlier. Okay, I was. What is your ideal type of pants? Oh my gosh. I mean, sweatpants yeah. is just for comfort, but that's not always what you want. I think for most versatility, you could do jeans because you can dress up jeans, you can dress down jeans. They're pretty comfy. Yeah. But also, like, I do like a good pair of dress pants. It's just like, I got some new pants over Christmas break, you know? Here, like, <laughs> I can grab them, actually. That's the thing. I, for me, you know me, Jake. I always go with my, like, colored jeans because yeah. there's a nice middle ground. Got some nice, to like, where you... yeah, jeans. yeah, yeah. Or, not jeans. These are just, like, nice pants. 
that glitter yeah, yeah. going out and they're like fit well you know yeah yeah but like for me it's like like i i now have my go-to like black jeans that i originally got for leppy's wedding <laughs> funnily enough I don't know, there's just a lot of utility in them, because, like, they could be classed yeah. up, they could be classed down, they're neutral, so they work assless out. assless chaps. Oh my just god. Just kidding. <laughs> you just made me think of Seeger with that, Jesus. And technically, shorts could be included in this, too. Like, uh, I feel no, like that's, that's a whole here. other can of worms. We gotta do just strictly pants for now. Okay, okay. There's joggers, there's cor- corduroys. I never really liked joggers. Cargo pants. Khakis. Cargos are cool if you're, like... Tech pants, utility If you need pants. to hold a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah like if you're like a working man you know but yeah, you're not yeah. always a working man Sometimes you're just a i'm gonna man. go with the classic jeans i think it's, i'm gonna go can... with my like a colored jeans like I'm gonna if shoot. it's just the blue jeans it's like okay i'll do blue but, like, jeans i wear those all the time i'm a dad i guess <laughs> i got i got my my black jeans on now you know nice. they just want to show flex my guess that's why you asked that yeah. <laughs> all right ready for patron shout outs oh yeah i'm gonna yeah. skip ttt and draft because we yeah, I didn't come up. Yeah. I was sleep deprived yeah. last night coming up with these notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> QW Stars Music, Boosh, Got Patreon, Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for pleasuring the tier. Thank you to the shout out. If you can support us over on Patreon, the link is down in the description. Get the audio episode early, special benefits, cool perks, all that jazz, and more. Thank you seriously, sincerely to our Patreon supporters. Sorry if you can hear the smoke alarm is going off in the background, I think. That's that. Some beeping. Or I could just be going to say maybe I'm just hearing. I, yeah, I heard the beep. All right. Well, uh, ready for cool comments? Yeah, what we got this time? Uh, well, first of all, please leave a comment what you thought of this concept. Should we do this for every year? Determine like what the best and worst year of Hollywood was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh McIntyre on our Christmas episode, I'm going to shout him out because he said, just got to say, this podcast is amazing. On my way to check out Daniel's game. Yes. So everyone, check out the yeah, demo for Rune Waker that. VR. Yeah. If you have a VR headset capability. All right. What he said. Ready for the introduction. <laughs> Yeah, tell me when. When. We just talk about what we want to talk about, and now we're done. <laughs> Thank you seriously, sincerely, so much to our patron, or to everyone. <laughs> Sorry, patron. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's because you did the intro, I'm just like, or the pre-intro, I'm so like out of it, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I threw you off. Thank you everyone yeah, for yeah. listening. We really appreciate it. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.